Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keel. And I am Basil Barrington. And we are back with another Silo Review, episode number six, The Relic. IMDb gave this a 7.6. What do you think about that rating? That's, that's too low. That's way too low. That's too low. That, that's I think people yeah. don't get this oh, joint. Fire. You know, I don't. I think people don't get it. I don't. Maybe they want something explosive or whatever. Yeah, like, this I is think a, this is a yeah. political thriller underground. This is a like, sci-fi political great. thriller drama. The whole nine. It's like yeah. Every show, even last week with Janitor's mm-hmm. Boy, and now this week or the Truth or whatever. Right? They're giving you fire. just all of these like uh, breadcrumbs to just like follow along. Right? It's mm-hmm. kind of dope. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, there's a lot of revelations in this show. Like, we learned George is a piece of crap, but uh, <laughs> he, he's running through women to get some relics. That, that apparently, that's his demo. Like, do you George, think George that, um, do you think that George may have been working for judicial or what? Ooh, that's interesting. That's a, that's a good listen, okay? Cause, because, because, what he was doing was he's buying and selling relics, right? Mm-hmm. And he's exposing who, people who are selling them. Yes. That's that's very interesting. And he knows more than he's supposed to know. Yeah. That, and, he's not, and he's not here anymore, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they got rid of him for Yeah, reasons. that was the first thing I thought. I was like, well, was he working for these people or at least an informant or something like that? Whispers, the, the whispers, the friends, the friends of the silo, whatever they call them, like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then um, something else interesting that happened, and I'm not even sure what to think mm-hmm. about this, but um, Common was saying that Billings was his son. Did you hear that? Yeah, I think that that's probably like a thing that he's seeing as as like an apprentice. Ter- like, oh, okay. Kind of okay. like a, a term of endearment kind okay, of thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's too old to be his son. Right, mm-hmm. Guys, not, he's a growing wife and family, man. Right. <laughs> he don't make any sense. You know. Chronically, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, yeah. it, it's interesting that Billings seems to be more trustworthy this week than he was last week. Mm-hmm. And, and Bernard seems more trustworthy this week than last week, too. But we don't know. Bernard could be a snake, too. We don't know. So, uh, other thing that we found out, we found two things. The relic room that Common has in his back in the background. And um, we also found what's in the janitor's room, which is basically cameras of everything. Everything. Which is dude. very interesting because here's the thing. When they built the silo initially, they would have to install all these cameras from back then. This is not a new development. So I wonder why the they had the cameras there. Was it for, you know, like you know, sometimes when they're doing like experiments or whatever in, in like some kind of science experiments, they would have cameras in the room whatever, to keep an eye on people to see, like, you know, how how they're feeling, their mood, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to sign the cameras were for that and it's turned into a whole other thing? Or or they're always planning to keep an eye on everybody involved and they just left it like this? I don't know. Yeah. These are very good, uh, <clears throat> these interesting things happening here. Yeah. And, now, and we <clears throat> found out about the book. We'll, we'll talk about that after. Yeah. Now, you know, when you talk about the cameras, right? So let's take the cameras. Mm-hmm. And then when they were in the judge's chamber or, or at least her office, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see the type of furniture she had? She had regular old leather furniture with the buttons on it, right? 
and it looked yeah. brand new. And so remember a, a couple episodes back, I was saying, I don't know if they're that far into the future, because if you look at all the things they're using now, mm-hmm. you know, this that sofa looked brand new. I, mean, I can get that at like a, a store right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the cameras. I mean, they got cows like, in there, though. They have well, cows. I mean, they, can, they can make new leather if they needed to. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the buttons too, you know, on the sofa, that's a very mm-hmm. old traditional style. And the cameras were not like super duper high tech, like futuristic sort of cameras either, yes, so right? I think the silo was made in the 60s around that time. Because like th- hmm. that technology would be kind of on par, except for the, the monitors, because they didn't have color monitors back then. Yeah. But so... Either that, you know, well, obviously this is a completely different timeline, but I would say like the, it has that retro 60s, 70s type vibe, but mm-hmm. the color, the color monitors wouldn't be possible until like, I think it's like 96, 93. Something I think when the like CRT that. turned color, mm-hmm. they were, you remember they were like yellow before. Well, they were, green. um, they were black with green letters, almost like command yeah, line, green, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. there's some, there's some monitors that were yellow, but that it was for a long time before you got a color CRT monitor like that with the capital yeah. T. It was a long time. And even the when they came out with the first um, computers, you you know, you still had to like which which was like PC, and you know, you had to use DOS and everything else. So it was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You were never yeah, yeah. in some sort of a GUI interface. You were sort of like felt like you were on command line, you know, for the most part. Yeah, you know? yeah. But they're mm-hmm. looking at color pictures, even though it's low res. Like, it's yeah. like. 320 i'll say like maybe 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 460 320 is probably right (laughs) yeah yeah but i'm just saying like they're still got color on those monitors yeah there's different colors on those things so that that it has to be the the original silo was made maybe in the 70s 80s maybe just to justify the stuff that they're, because you know, like uh, our governments and stuff like that, they have stuff that's not even out yet that they're working on that we know we don't even we're not supposed to know about that exists <laughs> that they you know they're they're using before <laughs> everybody else gets it right. So let's say the end of the world was nineteen eighty something, and then they're in a silo for hundred years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you got 150 yeah. years on top of that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I think we're, I think it's 2,200, 2,250. Would you be completely amazed if the mm-hmm. year was something like 2040, 2050, no. something like that? I, w- I would be like, yep, that, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I, the people that think about this, right? Before there's some kind of revolution in the silo, they had to have been down there for a while, because remember, uh, you know, there's a TV show called The One Hundred, yeah, and you know they they were up there for a couple generations, forty before years. They, they, they put um, well, actually, hundred years, ground, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people, everybody's on the same page initially when they get into the silo. Everybody's working together, whatever, whatever. And then I'm pretty sure they had a couple fights for leadership, and then. However long that would take, maybe two generations that would take the, for people to be like, yo, screw the silo. We're going to go outside. We're going to risk it. And then they have to put down the law and be like, this is what it's going to be. And <laughs> beat everybody up and be like, yo, we're going to throw you outside if you talk about this again. So <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, like, it, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say at least two, three generations before it, they would be like, yeah, they have the revolution. Yeah. So a hundred years. 
been roughly 100 years. So I was saying 230 to 2300, that's possible. That's doable. 2400, that's doable. Well, I was saying 2050, 2040, maybe. Oh, like the 2050? Yeah. That's tight because they the the whole thing they said is there's 150 years since the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Could that the rebellion have happened like after. you know in 1900? <laughs> well, 19 you know 20 or 19 something. You know what I'm saying? Just something crazy well, like no, that. No, because they because they have CRT the that because of the camera the CRT in the camcorder it has to be up in the 60s 70s when this all this stuff was invented right but if you take your theory which i believe mm-hmm. that there are additional silos right yeah maybe those separate silos do totally different things like maybe one silo is in charge of just like creating technology you know yeah and another well, silo yeah. is in charge of like creating seeds for like growing apple trees and things like that you know who knows right well, because they they keep alluding to the mines, so there's people working down there doing something, and they you know where they where they giving it to, where they going with it, where they where they where are they mining coal, mm-hmm. like where are they mining? We have yeah. no idea, because it, it seems there the whole silo seems to be running off of geothermal energy. It seems to be. So what are they mining? <laughs> what what do you what do you need to mine for? You you're getting your power from the earth already. That's why this is such a compelling show because mm-hmm. it's it's not like you're not getting a bang bang every episode. You're not getting any bang yeah. bang any episode, you know? None. No. no. It's not that it, type of it, show. It's, it's thought provoking. It's real yeah. thought provoking. Especially cuz you got to think about like, you know, we're going to talk about this a little later, but when Jules found that 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 book about adventures in Georgia, mm-hmm. like you got to <laughs> think from her perspective, mm-hmm. she's never seen any of this stuff before yeah she didn't even know this is physically possible to go kayaking or on a raft she was like and walk outside the trees like she's like what this looks fun let me uh let me ask you this let me say this here two things Mm -hmm. that are interesting to me one is i think bernard billings and also the judge they're starting they to real, they they're starting to realize that you know what the judiciary these are the bad guys because mm-hmm. the judge when she was like you know she did that and then you know there are some things they're talking yeah, about like in I terms think, of the next episode you know where Bernard is like hmm, yeah. I don't know about these guys and Billings like you said he's just like he's questioning them in a sort of soft way though mm-hmm. right I I think you're right I think the judge is held hostage by judicial yeah mm-hmm. it's not the other way around I think yeah. she's basically doing what they say right they're in charge right and common is not head of this common is not the head of whatever's going on you know yeah yeah. there's a guy because like the george's initial girlfriend was saying there's a guy who who doesn't sleep or he comes at nighttime or whatever and he knows everything because wow. i the the cameras that was not surprising to me because mm-hmm. remember right at the beginning of this whole show what do you say? The the original sheriff. What do you They're say? He said, yep. put four flowers mm-hmm. in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Remember, he had to know there's a camera there. Yeah. So yep. that's what I'm saying. Like, he, had, he had to know. So Two-way. I think that they do know that there's people watching and listening. They know that. and But they don't know. I don't think they're. You can't watch everything. Because it seems like there's only three guys working there. 
two two guys watching all the cameras. But That's you know what? But you know what, man? The um the camera room that was on some high tech stuff, wasn't it? They had like mm-hmm. you know fifty monitors up there. They saw they had everything. like LCD cameras, yeah. I mean, monitors up there, LCD CCTVs or some, a... something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was way more high tech than when everybody else. This is I, that's why I question the timeline. This has to be further in the future. That was um pretty cool because they introduced the cameras. They also introduced um doubt, you know, with mm-hmm. um the judicial. And then they introduced mm-hmm. something else um where Billings has the syndrome. What is the syndrome? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, apparently randomly people down there and they catch some kind of virus syndrome whatever that their body starts shaking you get the shakes and they don't think it's he doesn't think it's hereditary or his wife doesn't think so yeah which is interesting and you're not another thing is that you're not allowed to have any power if you have it none so he's supposed to quit his job but he don't want to quit his job so he's pretending like everything's good right which is you know that's the thing that jules and him had so that they can kind of be see eye to eye when he's asking are you gonna lie to me and he's like you going you gonna tell everybody you got the shakes He's like, nah, well, okay, well, we're cool here then. Mm-hmm. But exactly. it is is very I think it's very interesting that there there's all these little rules for this this simple thing. Like you gotta you got a disease, you can't be in power. And I want I wanna know why. Cause that you would you abuse your power trying to find a cure? Like what would you like I don't understand why it would matter if he has it if he has whatever the shakes or whatever the thing is. The syndrome. It must matter. There must be a reason for it. Maybe it hurts your mind after a while. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you know, if you in a position of power, you know, let's say you're a sheriff, like this guy, deputy sheriff, you know, and he he can't do his job. If he can't do his job, you know, if he's like has to use a club or like his pistol or something like that. So, but I want to know what's interesting about this little storyline is, (laughs) and and they're going to tell us, they'll let us know, but. How, mm-hmm. What is the syndrome and how do you catch it? How do you get the syndrome? You know, that's an interesting thing. Is right. it doesn't seem to be hereditary. <clears throat> is it? It seems like you catch it from <clears throat> being down there. Is it? Could it be associated with possibly going outside for a little bit then coming back in? That's possible. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe there's some kind of radiation thing down there. Like it, it seems like something nuclear happened outside. Yeah. And, yeah. and so mm-hmm. it, it could be worldwide. It could be this little area here. I don't know. But uh, it's something nuclear happened. And so there must be some radiation. It must be radiation associated. Uh, yeah. I guess this is the way to see it. But I, I don't know. This is, there's a lot of interesting things about the show. The other thing, too, he's talking about what is the big lie. You know, they talk about going outside, uh, how long we're down there. Mm-hmm. And the 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 biggest thing he said to worry about is what if everything that you think is true is wrong, and you've been lying to you. That that got me thinking. Like, what what is the lie here? Why they're in the silo? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you know how they why, got there? Like, why they, can't they, they don't go ask outside, questions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, they don't, they don't even ask why they're down there or how long they've been there. That's part of the the pledge they have to say. We don't right. know how long we've been here. We don't know why we're here, where we're here. Everybody be safe. So like, there's a reason why they're in the silo. Right. And there's a reason why they die instantly when they take two feet outside. Mm-hmm. 
they, I mean, the entire rebellion, you know, that war mm-hmm. could be a lie. You know, maybe, who knows? That's man, also this, a good point. This could be like a and government experiment. Everything. Yeah. You said everything we know about everything is a lie. Right. Because the people, some of the people who are living there, they don't even know about the rebellion and war, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the rebellion, yeah. right? Um, and the other thing mm-hmm. is, you know, who knows? This could be like a huge government like um, program and experiment. That's a good and, you point. know, they're just this putting people in there. You know, like what if once the world ends, like can we live in a silo? I don't know. Let's like put these people in, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You know, you, know what? you never know. That could it could be one of those things where like they're they're doing the experiment and they forgot about it or somebody died and then these these people just trapped in this thing and they can't get out. Like that's possible too. Like any, anything could happen. Yeah. It's I don't man. know. It's, this is I love the theories. I I love shows like this where I love shows like know, this, man. You you start to your mind starts thinking like what could what, how could this work? Whatever, whatever. All the theories about it. Yeah. It reminds mm-hmm. me of Lost and and the movie The Village with M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. It definitely reminds me of the village because I think there's shenanigans afoot here, and we don't know exactly what though. Yeah, it's something weird here. It, it feels like a mm-hmm. lie. It feels like yeah, yeah. keeping the population in the dark. Obviously, mm-hmm. Common is not a Common is just um, he's just a. Cod. I think he knows. Yeah, he's just he's just I part of the think program. He he's not in charge of anything because early on, mm-hmm. like in in some of the uh, earlier episodes. You know, some of the other sort of judicial people sort of put them in place like, dude, you're not who you think you are. So just chill out. Yeah, you're you know, not, you're not the thing. man. I go chill. <laughs> exactly, man. You know. Because Bernard did that too. Judge right. did it. Exactly. But, uh, for appearances though, because, you know, there's there's people behind the scenes too that are keeping the silo in order. So that's <sighs> this a factor. Is, this like, is the guy, the, the lady that she said, the guy who never sleep, I think he's in charge of the silo. <laughs> Like he's more important than anybody else. This he is to know everything. This is weird because it's like uh, when I heard that, and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is like the Wizard of Oz. He's just like back there, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, just yeah. controlling everything. You know, just I'm mm-hmm. like, this is who knows, right? It, the other thing is this: before we wrap it up, it makes mm-hmm. me want to read the books. You know, yes, I'm I'm very fascinated about these books now. Right, I'm not big. Um, if it if it's Dune level or War and Peace, I'm probably not gonna read them. I just could get a summary, but this is this is very interesting. Yeah, I'm very is, I'm very fascinated about this thing. Imagine imagine reading this. I mean, we're watching it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine you know you're on a beach or whatever. You know you want a good book to read, right? This is nothing gory about this. It's all interesting. It's all intrigue. You know, it's just like drama. You know, so yeah, yeah. It the sounds like great, and it sounds and feels like it could be a really good read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, how many, yeah. Um, how many books do they have? I think like six, right? I think there's, I think there's four, four, four? books. Wow, I'm not sure though. I got, I got to double check. I know the the first the first one was like Duster. I can't I cannot remember what it was. It was like something like that. Wow. But um That's yeah, the first cool, one man. is about Jules and then mm. she's like the main character of the series. Okay. And uh yeah. It, it is very interesting. It but 100% in the books they can't go outside either. Okay. They 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 they'll die wow. if they go outside. We may we may hey, you know, like I said, you know, someone may throw their own creative like dust on top of it and say Oh no, yeah, they did. You know? They they changed a couple things, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. This I'm I'm very fascinated. If I got some time, I may actually go get this book and try and see what's going on. I may here. have to check it out, man, for real, man. 
What yeah. are you going to give Silo episode number six, The Relic? I give it an eight. This is this is the thing. You don't need explosions to be interesting. This show is giving just a little bit of breadcrumbs, and they're all good. Like I wanted yeah. more. I want to know more about this universe. Mm-hmm. That, that's the, the 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 part of good storytelling. Once you see something like that, you you're instantly in. I'm fully in on this world. I want to know more. I want to know everything about this world, and I believe there's more silos. There has to be. Yeah, I kind of believe that too. I am also going to give it an eight. This joint is pretty dope. Like you said, the storytelling is cool. But with storytelling, you also need good writers and also a good director, you know? Writing. So, yeah, suspense, everything's good. It's it's intriguing. It just goes to show you, uh, Hollywood writers, that, you -hmm. know, I mean, there's money out there to be made, but we can't just be putting out like two and three star movies either, right? And films and TV shows, you know, we got to give us something more stuff like this out there and your strike will go away. Exactly. I'll I'll say it like that. (laughs) Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, we don't have to give you this, you know, that's what Hollywood is basically Mm -hmm. saying. The movie uh, houses are basically saying, but yeah, Yeah, yeah. eight is really, eight is what I'm giving it because man, this is just a really great show. Great show, man. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Group podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace.